This is the Guardians and Gladiators podcast, Special Olympics-based show with your hosts, Lozy and Coach. All right, your hosts, Lozy and Coach. A year ago today, you heard this sound. Here we go and welcome to Guardians and Gladiators. This is our special one-year anniversary. My name is Lozy, and always with me is Coach. How are you doing? Good, Lozy. How are you? I am excited about today. Awesome. Why are you excited about today? Because today was our first recording of Guardians and Gladiators a year ago today. A year ago. Congratulations, buddy. Thank you. Amazing work. Amazing work. And I want to give a big shout out to Derek Spence for helping me a year ago to get this started. And absolutely. Here we are today. Absolutely. Big, big change from when we started. When you started, I shouldn't say we because it wasn't we that back then. No. When you started back on Zoom because it was. Yep. COVID time or the, the C word, the pandemic, <laughs> the bad days. We won't, we won't go much further into that. But you did start it on Zoom. Yes. Your brainchild, your idea. And here we are now in a studio, live in person. In person. In person. How you always wanted it to be. Yes, sir. Awesome. Yep. And now to our special guest. (laughs) And now to our special guest. Who is here? He wrote the book, A Special Olympics Chapter One. (laughs) Because he was around back then? Yes. And now he's going to be inducted into the Special Olympics Hall of Fame. How did you know that? Folks, <laughs> welcome to the show, Bill Mills. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Birdie told you that thing. A source. A source. <laughs> Who shall my, my source that I go to when I need a guest <laughs> sometimes, and they're uh, good help. Right. Well, I appreciate the invitation. Thank you. Actually, it should be a welcome back. Oh, welcome because, back. Because, because you were on episode 13. Of season one. Of season one. Yeah. Way back when. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been like November-ish, December, yep. I yep. think was around like that, uh, when you yes. were on. Yes. So a little bit different now, Excellent. right? Yeah. So you get to- Moving up the ladder here. Sit down. <laughs> and, yeah. Actually, it's, it's, it's quite the upgrade since uh, we first started it here uh, in the basement studio, because uh, before we were working on card tables. Yep. And- uh, great. Yeah. It was just a square card table, and I had random mics here and there, and- I was using like my camera microphone as one of the mics, and now we have like we all have our own microphones, and it's all Excellent. looks professional-ish. Yep. Thank so. you, Facebook Marketplace. Thank you, Facebook Marketplace. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're this is the probably the end of phase one. Uh, phase two, we're actually moving out to my garage. Um, right now, half of it is my personal gym; the other half. A quarter of it we're gonna set up as a uh a dedicated studio super yeah Excellent. so yeah, that uh yeah so that uh can't wait one we can go there whenever we want and we don't have to lock my three saint bernards upstairs with my wife <laughs> <laughs> three 
Three. Three. Yes. Three, two, and one. Oh, God. They're bigger. Yeah. They're my leg. Yeah. They're big boys. So. <laughs> Excellent. But yeah. But yeah, thanks again for coming. Yeah. Um, Dad joke? Dad joke. Ooh. You know what? Don't um, have one. You know what? I'm afraid of elevators, so I'm taking steps to avoid them. That's sad. That's sad. I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than three bottles in front of me. There it is. Our dad joke of the night. Two of them. Two for one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That was so good. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Good to see you have a good time. That's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's been one of the best uh, additions that we've done so the far. Dad, dad the jokes. Dad joke of the day. Yeah. It's uh it's a good the groaners. Yeah. The groaners. Groaners and me. Just watch. <laughs> it's the is best. True. This is true. This is true. <laughs> he never laughs at Florida. Yeah. Oh no. I know he's hey, he's super not, serious when not it comes in the to game. that. No, no, not with Newmarket. No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so how long have you been with Special Olympics? Officially 42 years. Yep. Unofficially before they before it was Special Olympics. Right. It was the Ontario Floor Hockey League, which after three years it graduated into, we included bowling, we included swimming and track and field, and it became Project Multisport. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until 79 that it incorporated into Special Olympics. So that's when the first registration process started. Mm-hmm. So it, I remember getting a stack of registration cards to pass out when I was the area coordinator. Right. I picked specifically picked number 13. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but it's been, it's been quite a while, quite yeah. a journey. Okay. So officially 42, but yep. longer than that. So what, what got you involved in it then? As far as working with people with uh, developmental disabilities, mm-hmm. um, as I said before, it was uh, grade 11 and buddy leaned across the aisle and said, you want to play basketball for 50 hours? And, Pardon? He says, yeah. He says, my youth group is, is doing a basketball uh, marathon, raising funds for our youth group, mm-hmm. which was the youth group for the what we know as Community Living London now. Okay. So I said, sure, sure. So it turned out to be 70 hours instead of 50 hours. You know, <laughs> you'd play for an hour and go sleep for an hour and somebody Jeez. else would take over. So, yeah. But it was it was a good one. That, that was my first introduction. And we started um, playing dances planned parties christmas and halloween and things and then buddy tom and i started coaching basketball we each had a basketball team Mm -hmm. and practice just practiced and played against each other and that was about it there was no formalized sport it wasn't until till the whole idea of floor hockey tournament Mm -hmm. as one of the fellows i graduated with from fanshawe he was asked by um, red foster to start floor hockey league okay so he just went to other guys that he knew i was up at palmerston and other guys in Aurelia and uh, edgar and places like that so we we started he started having a tournament in Aurelia, mm-hmm. and we just brought our teams there and mm-hmm. played slept on the floor in the classrooms and uh, you know one little gym that didn't have any space behind the nets and no place to stand and yep. it was it was an experience but it was it was a start mm-hmm. we did that for three years and then uh first provincial tournament was 
79, no, 77, mm-hmm. Maple Leaf Gardens and 78 and then 79 and then 80 and 81. And now we're doing it every four years yep. as, a, as a provincial. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it all grew out of floor hockey, believe it or not. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Now, was it the same floor hockey as it is right now? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, the, the rules were established by a lady by the name of Doreen Crystal in Toronto mm-hmm. and put them together same basically on the same rules as we have now uh, looking at hockey and things and our annual meetings used to be representatives from 12 regions get together and just you know for a friday night and all day saturday and a sunday just hammering out rules Mm -hmm. rules you know the biggest contention one was girls shouldn't be playing floor hockey (gasps) can you imagine back then (laughs) you know one guy was at no no girls shouldn't play well that went bad didn't go very far yeah but uh, the first tournaments we had, the heavens, we had like 10 different divisions. Jeez. You know, you had a girls division, then you had a co-ed, co-ed division, then mm-hmm. you had school age, then you had a men's division, then the all, thing, all you know, I think we had like 36 teams and wow. stuff like that. But it was, it was fairly big, but that, to say, that led into that's adding track and adding swimming mm-hmm. and adding bowling, which mm-hmm. communities were doing. Right. But it wasn't until... Until we formalized in 79 and 80 that we started looking at community-based programs. Right. It was really through the schools, uh, the special education schools Mm -hmm. that had the teams that had the athletes. That's the communication. Sure. That was the network at the time. But you need something where the community is involved. And we didn't start until, oh, I'd say in, in about 80... 84, mm-hmm. we brought on two full-time staff to work, one in the north and one in the east. And then one in the southwest, that was in, in 86 that I was hired, mm-hmm. and one for the Golden Horseshoe. So our job really was to coordinate people in the communities into community groups mm-hmm. where you didn't have to put the team together, raise the funds, buy the uniform, drive the bus, mm-hmm. make the meals, so that... The whole idea was that that coaches could coach. Right. And somebody would look after the, the communication. Yeah. Somebody would do the public relations. Somebody would do that. So I think we had 16 different communities in southwestern Ontario that we, we helped form into those groups. And London was one of the first. Yep. Um, so we just put out notices to all the service clubs and any volunteer, pretty well any friend or relative that sure. we knew. Yep. We had a meeting down at uh, downtown at one of the hotels and... I gave my my pitch and my spiel. This is what special is. This is what we're trying to do in this community. Mm-hmm. And it was a guy by the name of George. Um, hold on. It'll come to me. He was with the Moose Lodge. Okay. Moose Lodge. And he stood up and he said, I'm representing the Moose Lodge 1205 and I'm going to donate. We're going to donate $1,000 to get you started. Wow. So that was the start yep. of our funding. George, yeah. And, um, it just kind of progressed from there. Mm-hmm. You know, that community living at the time, you had six bowlers registered. There was six registered athletes. And it was, okay, Woodstock's having a bowling tournament. Those are the guys who went. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that was it. That was it. And so now have, we right? have 440 plus athletes registered. And, you know, many what? have come and gone. Yeah. And the whole thrust of the entire program is, is to make our programs available to as many people as we can. For sure. And it, it shows in 
when we have registration and you have five pin bowling, the bowling night, if you've ever been on a Wednesday night, yep. is <laughs> nuts from one end to the other. It's yeah. full. <clears throat> and and you, we've lost bowling alleys. Hmm. And there's waiting lists. It's always yeah. the program that, that lines up first. Now, powerlifting has a waiting list idea. Yes, we, uh, yeah, we just added a, a couple new mm-hmm. athletes that, yeah. have, that were on the waiting list last yeah. year. And, and that didn't happen. It was not too long ago, and Rick could attest to that, that mm-hmm. we were down to like one athlete. Yeah. And we, we discussed, do we support this or not? Sure. We can it because there's only one athlete yeah. in powerlifting. Yep. So the programs come and go. We, yep. we we added basketball and we've added a whole bunch of sports. Mm-hmm. And now we're at 18 plus. Yep. And, you know, we're doing very well financially. We have 200 plus volunteers. Wow. We have yeah, uh, awesome. the biggest almost... golf program in Canada. Yep. North America. Uh, North America, probably. Probably, yeah. Um, in Ontario, I think we're the third largest as far as numbers behind Toronto and Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're doing very well. And as our friend, uh, Chris, Chris and I out came up with, we came up with a slogan, uh, uh, London, Ontario, special Olympics. lead follower, get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've, we've kind of stuck to that for, for years yep. as we do, we do things and, uh, we set the pace. You yeah. know, our volunteer manual, our volunteer coordinator years ago, Use they use that manual as the basis for the provincial volunteer manual. That uh, you know, on, just in London alone, we've had three three volunteers win the president's award. Wow! We've had uh, coach of the year for provincially a couple of them. Right. We've had athletes of the year, mm-hmm. um, team of the year a couple of times. So London stands out. Uh, we do lead the way in a lot of cases. Yep. We're never too. Never too um, boastful to not learn from other places. You know, when you hear a good idea, well, yeah, you can yeah, steal that. For you know, sure. You can, you can use that idea. Well, and in our case, like, it, it just makes everything better for the rest of the athletes, right? Like, it's yeah. it's not, it wouldn't be good for us, you know, Woodstock or St. Thomas to have a great idea. And it only stays in that yeah. small community. Yeah. Like, it would make sense if for it's sure. good. Yeah, it it may work better in one community than another community. Sure, but you won't know until you try. <clears throat> no, no. Uh, one of the big, uh, if you look at some of the communities up north, they're they don't have enough for team sports, so they mm-hmm. concentrate on alpine skiing, sure. down, you know, Makes individual sense. sports. Yeah, we but they have, have the facilities there. They have the facilities. They have the snow. <laughs> that too. Yeah. <laughs> that too. We've always suffered that way. We just can't guarantee winter. So our snowshoeing, maybe. Yeah. Our cross country, maybe. Yeah. You know, you always get alpine. The alpine, yeah. The snow. Yeah. And all the other sports. So anyway, we're doing okay. That's good. Yeah. What was your biggest trip with Special Olympics? The biggest trip? Like, Yeah. Well, I've flown across the Pacific 16 times now. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do it too many yeah. times. No, we, we, uh, Jim Haycock and I went to Singapore to do a, we were invited to do a clinic in Singapore. Ooh, that's that's cool. a long way. I bet. We've been uh, twice to Korea for World Games, twice to Japan for World Games. And my wife and I have gone to Hong Kong. We've been invited three times to go there and do clinics mm-hmm. for them. It's actually supposed to go in 2020, February of 2020, but they were having some problems at the time, mm. so we we said no, we're not going. Yeah. But those have been those have been great for the trip and the experience. And 
and meeting new people and giving them new skills. Mm -hmm. And to this day, uh, Japan for their skills, they still run national programs and and prefecture programs and stuff. They're very big into floor hockey. It's mm -hmm. surprising. Um, Singapore still does floor hockey. Korea uh, developed a big program. So places that it's nice to see that what you've helped with mm -hmm. continues on. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're nice trips to take. They're very tiring, of course. If you ever take a trip like that as a coach, mm -hmm. Anthony will tell you, I've been there, done that. Mm -hmm. You know, like, yeah, it's a lot of work as yeah. a coach, as a chaperone to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's always nice. Um, we followed Sarah Albers when she went to Greece mm -hmm. and we're there watching her win her gold medal and a silver medal. You know, there yeah. you go. It's to know that, okay, she started at the local level mm -hmm. and has progressed that far. Yeah. And then again in Austria when she won uh, medals again for speed skating, mm -hmm. you know. Okay, oh, yep. who figured? So it's nice to get athletes and volunteers and coaches at the international level. But it's more important to keep them at the local level. If we mm -hmm. get 500 athletes and have the facilities to do that and have mm -hmm. the manpower to do that and have the funds to do that, yeah. uh, that's the greatest thing. You know, yeah. It's horrible to think you got a waiting list to get into a sport. Yeah. Well, we do. We, we just can't do anything else. Yeah. You know, if we could build our own bowling alley. That's why I'm still hoping for that $70 million win, boy. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Yes, it would be great to have your own facility and yeah. be able to afford and do all those things. But, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, like London's in a pretty good spot. Like we do have pretty much the facilities or areas to do any kind of sport, really, mm -hmm. that we need or want to. and. I mean, I think there's the people base to, to support all of that as well. Yes. And, and London's very good for volunteerism. Mm -hmm. that when we ran the national games in 2010, mm -hmm. it wasn't a problem finding 600 volunteers. Right. People stepped up because yeah. they've, they've done the curling bond spiel and they've done mm -hmm. Memorial Cup and they've done every other kind of sport yep. that London's ever brought. Those, those people are out there saying, yeah, I'll volunteer. What's sure. it all about? And you teach them. Yeah, and you have your orientation sessions, and you give mm -hmm. them the job they they like to do. And you know, our big our big thing with national games is we wanted, we didn't want it to be somebody's first experience, their best experience, mm -hmm. and their last with Special mm -hmm. Olympics. Mm -hmm. So that's why you do a lot of orientation. Yep. And and the follow up afterwards, and and yes, we did get volunteers that, that volunteered for the. The five days mm -hmm. and remained on with us afterwards. Oh, nice. That's awesome. That you, you just, you hope that you've done that. And yep. even if they didn't, they understand what Special Olympics is. Yeah. When you say Special Olympics, yeah. it wasn't that way 45 yeah. years no. ago at all. No. Well, because then, like, even if they, for whatever reason, don't stay on for volunteering after, I, I can at least attest to the experience and saying to somebody, mm -hmm. if you want to do something, go do yeah. Special Olympics. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's it's very rewarding. It's always been rewarding mm -hmm. uh, that you, know, you get more out of it than you put into it. You know, it's, uh, that a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, yes, you we do. do. It's just one of those one of those things. Yes, mm -hmm. um, it's with any volunteer job. If you don't enjoy it, don't, don't do it. Well, yeah, uh, and uh, and it can lead to things like friendships, like the number of people that we know mm -hmm. now, mm -hmm. and you know that are with Special Olympics or have been with Special Olympics. We still keep in touch with, mm -hmm. with a lot of people that yep. we've come, we've run across. So, mm -hmm. and it's nice because you can do it as a family. Yep. yep. You know, my daughter's been involved. My dad's been involved for forty years as well. 
Um, so it's just, you know, we find it a great organization because it, it incorporates, it's a registered charity. Mm -hmm. It's sport, it's youth, yeah. and it's adults. Yeah. Boy, you got it all there. Well, yeah. You know, if somebody's got an interest in helping you out, well, what's in it for them is... As a sponsor, yeah, we can give you tax receipts. We can give gift in kind. Yeah, we can. We'll do. We'll bend over backwards to give people recognition. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and you encourage them to come out if it's supporting an event. Come on out and see it. Yeah, come on out and watch. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Well, I the what yeah. was it that level five tournament at the Fox that you did? Yeah. Um, well, Jeremy he helped with the track mm -hmm. field. Mm -hmm. He volunteered for that day yeah. as well yeah. but he brought one of his friends out and mm -hmm. and he did it so and they i mean they both had a pretty good time there yeah yeah we find the, with track and field it's very it's non-threatening <laughs> really like <laughs> well here, here's your job yeah except okay. when you get shot puts thrown at your head yeah well side you yep you weren't watching, were you? <laughs> I was because I the dodged only, out of the way. Don't, don't you ever hurt? Keep your eye on the ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The athlete reminds me almost every week. Hey, remember when I almost hit you with Who's the shot that? foot? Who's... Um, Brittany. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she chucked the ball hard. <laughs> like dodged right out of the way. It was crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's fun. It's yeah. it, we we've always found it fun and enjoyable. Oh. I mean. We, when something gets to the point where you don't enjoy it anymore, well, What's okay, move along. Yeah. Uh, I say we many have come and many of many will many will come and many will go. Yeah, and, you, know, you keep the good ones. They stay. They stick around yeah. for reasons. And even if they move, uh, you know, if they had a good time, they'll they'll find a uh, Special Olympics because we had one of our powerlifting mm -hmm. coaches. She moved to Chicago and she got in with the Chicago yep. group. So yep, yep. And uh, remember. Peter Zapia from soccer, our coach, yeah. went out to Victoria and got involved with them for a while, mm -hmm. too. And every year that we went down to the police college to do floor Those hockey originally, mm -hmm. but then you do powerlifting and they do bocce. Yep. And they did some outdoor soccer. Yep. Well, all those all those police officers to be come from all over Ontario mm -hmm. to train. So they'll go back and they may be involved in the torch run right. at the police college. Mm -hmm. So it's not a big surprise for them when they go back to Espanola. <laughs> oh, we're having torch runs. I know all about that. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to play floor hockey. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. can do that. So we look at it as a great training tool for people mm -hmm. and, and an eye opener. Yep. Public relations. Oh, public relations. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. When did you start refing? Like when you... When you were being a ref for floor hockey, was it that at the beginning as well or... 1977. 77. That's before you're born, bud. That was chapter two. Yeah. <laughs> before both of us were born. Yeah. Yeah. We first, Maple Leaf Gardens. Maple Leaf Gardens was the first tournament. We went down there. I was coaching up in Palmerston, and ours was a school age. There wasn't, wasn't anybody over 18 on our team, but we're pretty good. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. You know, what I consider good. And we played against a team from Toronto who were. I'll say they're all older. They were all still in school. All, you know? <laughs> so we're here. Mm -hmm. And we basically fought them to a draw. You know, we just kept going. But we didn't have at the time line monitoring. So my two best guys were the whole game. Mm. You know, and it's, it's there's there's with the coaching. Okay, you got to use this. 
It's the only thing keeping you in the game with your goalie. And okay, now you're in, and now you're in, and now you're in, and mm-hmm. just keep switching back and forth. And the referees that they had at the time were all, you know, they're just volunteers. And I don't know who trained them. They, there was no official mm. training program. And they came, you know, we're going to pull them guys off the floor and we have the doctor come down and say they're unfit. You know, if you keep them on the floor all the time, I'm like, what? No, no, they're the best, the best players out there. And they're, don't worry about that. And mm-hmm. so we got a little frustrated with how they were going about things. It was just mm-hmm. the old boys union. And yeah. And so the year after that, we started writing the rules for floor hockey, not only the, rewriting the rules, but floor hockey referee guide. Yep. And we wrote the guide and we, we started teaching, putting on referee clinics. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we've put on a lot of clinics. I bet. And, you know, those, those referees, so we, we've done, so we did them in Chicago, we did Alaska, we did, uh, gosh, Renfrew, Ottawa, Thunder Bay, all through Southwestern Ontario, where, where people that wanted to learn how to be a referee, here's, here's the manual. Here's mm-hmm. how you do it in a classroom session and then get on the floor with right. teams yep. and be placed and learn it mm-hmm. as you see it. And uh, it's evolved. I mean, Special Weeks International kind of stole my book and didn't get credit in there. Imagine that. Yeah. Crazy, yeah, eh? Wow. <laughs> uh, but, never, you know, it's it's good to know that some of the some of the guys that, that took that training a yeah. long, long time ago were yeah. still refereeing. Yep. Yeah. Um, Dennis. Yes, Dennis. Dennis is still, uh, yeah. Jerry Fraser of Special Olympic Refereeing. <laughs> You like Fra- that. You like that. Carrie Fraser. He's the Carrie Fraser of Special Olympics hockey oh. refereeing, apparently. Oh. I haven't experienced that yet, but I'm okay. sure I will. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's good. What we wanted to do was have a consistency that when you when you go to a tournament, that the officiating is the same is is the same quality. Yeah. That you can't go to a, a regional and okay, the winners are going to go on to provincial. Mm-hmm. Your officiating's got to be as Consistent, good here yeah. as is there. Yeah. If the referees don't care what happens mm-hmm. and somebody wins and moves on because they didn't do it right, mm-hmm. where's the fairness to the teams that didn't win? Yeah. You know, so get your get your the most qualified officials you can yep. as you move up the ladder. And, and to that degree, we've we done it provincially yep. uh nationally we always tried to get it get all the co the referees who are the most experienced mm-hmm. um not just because they're close and it doesn't cost you money you've got to go out of your way to do yep. that and that's good that that's really good because i've experienced that coaching rep hockey and it's very mm-hmm. frustrating going from london refs which can be challenging at times mm-hmm. to like you know tri-city and yes it's like 180 degree difference in the wrong way yes yeah so so we, we try to get that consistency yeah you know if you're going to be bad be bad all the time <laughs> but, you know because yeah. that's it all we bad. ask i know it, it yeah and, and we've, coach. we've had experiences yeah. you go to a, a <clears throat> national games and you know, no offense they they'd invite some nhl guys into to referee mm. you know as special guests mm-hmm. who would all oh, let the kids play Mm. No, don't worry about the penalties. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. no, no. We only got here. You know, we are trying to go on to a World Games, and you get stuck. 
So we, we wanted that consistency all the way through and hopefully it's, it's there. Yeah. You know, the, the people that we trained in, in Japan before the world games in, in 2005, they're still going, they're still going and they're still training officials the way we trained them. So, so cool. it's, it's very, it's very rewarding that yeah. way that, yeah, somebody yeah. listened. That's somebody great. Somebody listened. Wow. Yeah. And, and it shows that it's working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Next, um, next question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going in blind here today. Yeah, we are. <laughs> That's... So at Special Olympics now, like what, what's kind of your role that you do kind of, I don't want to say on a day-to-day basis, mm. but, you know. Well, for 20 years, I've been the, ref- the, uh, the treasurer and head up the fundraising. Okay. Before that, it was my dad for about twenty years. <laughs> uh, it's it's just one of those one of those executive positions that nobody wants. Sure. We, we, we nobody wants to be the treasurer. No, we we had a gentleman come in and, and did it for about a, about a year or so, and then work got in the way, and mm. it's yeah, it's not for everybody kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so we're we're always recruiting for people that can do those things for public relations, for chair. I mean, the last two years, we've kind of we almost lost two because it was time mm-hmm. and then COVID came along and the thought was you just can't drop everything. You know, I can't quit the job now kind of thing. So mm-hmm. everybody kind of just stayed on and yep. we managed with the zoom and we managed with, yep. with keeping in touch because sure. nothing was going on. Um, there was no fundraising. Yeah. We still made more money than we, when we spent, people were still donating, still getting sources of, of funds coming in, well, even though it was, Nothing being spent. That's nice to hear. So now the spending is starting and the fundraising. We had the golf tournament. We, mm-hmm. we made 12000 bucks. Thank you very much. Yep. And we're planning the gala, uh, the fantastic gala in April. Okay. Nice. Uh, I'm looking at the dates early May for the next bowlathon, like our 24th bowlathon. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's always there's always something in the works. Yeah. And I say I'm still coaching with the track and field. Mm-hmm. And the the floor hockey starts in three weeks. Mm, yeah, two, like two and a half weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, a week. <sighs> no, no, two, two weeks. weeks. Two yeah. weeks. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're, we're getting some <clears throat> kinesiology students who are being fed into the system. They they want <clears throat> to be involved. Mm-hmm. So we got some in basketball, some in floor hockey, some yep. in I think the swimming and and rhythmic gymnastics. Yeah. So they're going to be involved. I'm not sure how many weeks. Yeah. But, uh, you know, all that come out to floor hockey, we'll nurse them along. Yeah. The kinesiology yeah. students from Western, I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah. I think they were going to help out. They, with... come a, they come every year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. For but... the one one floor hockey game. And then some, they've come for a couple of a couple of sessions. Yeah. So we're going to, hopefully they stay along and as you say, get, get acclimatized. Yep. Maybe they'll stick around. Yeah. Maybe they'll go back to their own community and we'll make be them. involved. <laughs> we'll make them. Oh, no. <laughs> threats <laughs> i stuck around so there you go you're not that bad no yeah <laughs> some things you just can't get rid of huh? no i know <laughs> yeah the more i try the more they pull me back yeah you know? exactly <laughs> i just started to come out for powerlifting, and that's it and all of a sudden i'm coaching hockey and track and field mm-hmm. and volleyball now volleyball how many you got have they given you a list of how uh, many i don't know I I haven't gotten any emails about it okay. actually. So facility wise, uh, we're Eagle Heights. Eagle Heights. That's as much as I know. Okay. And one of the athletes told me that it starts October 11th. All I don't right. know if that's actually the case or not, but yeah, I think I think 
the first year it's going to be a clinic kind of thing, like learn the skill. Yeah, oh yeah. Because nobody else is playing yeah, it. Yeah, nobody else has played it, yeah. Um, but there may be that opportunity if some other community is. Yeah. Or you invite Stratford or St. Thomas, send a few guys over yeah. and you, you have a big clinic. Mm -hmm. And you teach everybody and you have a fun time. Yeah. Yeah, it's, That'd be good it's learning. Yeah. It's, it's learning because they do it all over the States and they do it around the world. Yeah. I we may have to get into floorball instead of floor hockey. Picture that. We were actually kind of excited about that. <laughs> Why don't we make that switch? And nobody else is playing it. Same same in, problem in Canada, in right? Canada, yeah. And there's places in, some of the states don't even do floor ball. They do poly hockey with a little orange puck. You know? Oh yeah. To play yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm? I looked it up. The floor those floor ball sticks are like sixty five to eighty dollars a piece. Yeah. Yeah. Our slick stick is only like thirty thirty some dollars a piece. Yeah. Well, I went and got a, because I wasn't sure, I went and got a, a ringette stick. And mm. They're pretty expensive. Mm. They're really expensive. Is it plastic? Is it fiberglass? Yeah. You can't play fiberglass floor hockey. We tried that. We tried that. It has to be round and it has to be wooden. Problem with... Why? why? Now, why is that? Because it can shatter. Oh, okay. You know, imagine all of a sudden your stick shatters and you got yeah. all these little sharp pieces going in his leg. You know? Yeah. The same was... We couldn't use cut off floor, cut off hockey sticks because they're square edges. Yeah, because the ringette stick it it has like it's not really a rounded end, but it is like it's a an extension yes. on the stick itself so that it doesn't mark up floors or or scratch them or anything like that. So, yeah. but it may be something that we we have to do. You know, it's it's played all throughout Europe, yeah, and Asia, and uh, there are some countries in I think SOI and SOI particular i think looks at floor hockey as oh it's it's pretty right if you ever go to a tournament it's not a kid's sport mm -mm. if it's played correctly and you have proper officiating yeah it's a great game to watch yep um, when it gets out of hand it's usually because of officiating so this is like the whole consistency thing comes yep. back to that yeah um but uh, you know floorball it has its it has more interest now than floor hockey so we'll see yeah we'll see we can always do a clinic. Yeah. It just like, cause obviously like I was like, Ooh, floor hockey. That's, that's cool. And then I was looking it up and I was mm -hmm. like, Oh, it's kind of like ring ringette mm -hmm. basically to an extent. I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Different. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's mm -hmm. fun. Don't get me wrong. <clears throat> I, I enjoy it. Cause it could be Calgary be the last time. Floor hockey, ring it, floor hockey will be at the World Games. Yeah, because if you look at the Sweden was Sweden was going to host have floor hockey and they're going to host the games. Yep. We even met with them when we were over in in uh, Abu Dhabi. We met with the Swedish the planning committee. They were there and they invited us to come and talk all about floor hockey. Mm -hmm. So I gave them the whole everything, picked my brain. Yep. And then it was a couple months after that they decided that we don't have the facility for that. Do you have gyms? Well, they have gyms. Their initial thought was, we're going to do floorball and floor hockey in the same place. Uh-huh. Uh, well, they're not. They're, they're in two different games. They're, they really are. And the facility and the number of teams, it wasn't going to work. So they just mm. dropped it. And then it was going to be in Russia. Yep. And that didn't happen. And now it's, it's not on the list of sports for Italy. Hmm. And it's not on the list of sports for Switzerland four years down the road. Hmm. So national might be as high as floor hockey goes. Yeah. 
and maybe invitational North America floor hockey because it's still played in the Caribbean. Yeah. It's still played in, in uh, Mexico. It's still played all through the United States. Yeah. So a North America tournament, even a, an invitational world yeah. games. I mean, London's ready. Yeah. You know, we just got to talk Derek Spence into heading up and we'll be all fine. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Get his buddy Murray Faulkner out yeah. too. And yeah. Twist some arms. Yeah. But all things are possible. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like even even just the, the transition to the the ball hockey would be, I think, relatively easy. Obviously, it's it's the equipment portion of it that, that would be the biggest hurdle. Just the sticks. Just the sticks. Just yeah. the sticks. Sticks in the ball. Yeah. I, but. I, I, I don't have the rules. And the the goal is playing, the goal is only like this high, and the goalie plays on their knees, and the face mask and, and the gloves, and that's about it. Yeah. I yeah, they think, don't they don't have sticks. No, I think the athletes. It's almost like soccer gloves. I think I think, I think there's they, like no. I think they still have no shins. shots. Yeah. Over the knee, higher than the knee. Possible. Well, you, yeah. you can't really do it because the like the stick has such a hook on it. Like yeah. you can't really do a slap shot. Yeah. It's all just kind of like. Stick handling and whipping yeah. it. So it's, it's almost like a lacrosse, right? Yeah. Like it's because anything above the knee is going to go over the goal. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we've seen it played at uh, some world games. And, uh, you know, when your interest is floor hockey, you know, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But I, I mean, if, we'll see. I'd even almost do the, the poly hockey, like either way. I mean, yeah. it'd be interesting to try it and just see how how we do and, and yep. how it works just, yeah. you know, like a trial year or something like that. Yeah. But cause they do have floor ball teams. I don't know if there's any in London. You can always find that out. Yeah. I might want to lend you the sticks and come on out and, and give you a, give us a clinic. Yeah. Maybe our folks would like it. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? Yeah. So. Cause there was a couple other sports too, that we were talking about on, on a previous episode that we'd, we'd kind of like to see yeah. in special Olympics um, at certain levels. Obviously it couldn't be for all levels, but um, for some of the higher functioning athletes, it definitely would be mm-hmm. neat to see. And one of them was hardball. Um, I think that, that some of that the athletes could definitely yep. attempt that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, cricket. Cricket. There, there are, that well, we is, have a cricket field. That now. is a growing sport. Yes. Yeah. We do have a cricket field. Cricket, I, I did. Said ball, the hardball baseball. Yeah. yeah. Let's oh, just, I said hardball baseball yeah. too, but. Well, let's feel like equestrian. We've never done that. That's SOI. And now they've got open water swim. Mm-hmm. They have paddleboard, yachting. Yachting. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. Wow. We have a yacht club. We yeah. do have a yacht club. <laughs> yeah. So there's know. about six or eight sports that, that we don't do. Yeah. Uh, when we go to World Games summer, it's only seven sports okay. that we do in the summer. And one, two, three, four, six. Six, I think, in winter, mm-hmm. the winter sports. Um, but uh, we should hear soon if if there are any London athletes that that have qualified for Berlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the endorsement process has has been moving along. Uh, we just don't know yet. We haven't hasn't been made official. Yeah, and know, that's next year, right? Or is it this coming June? June, yeah, June of twenty twenty three. Right. Um, so swimming, track, and field. Uh, 10 pin bowling. Mm-hmm. See, we've got the biggest five pin bowling is Canada because nobody else does oh, yes, five pin bowling. It's all 10 pin everywhere else. And, um, so we'll just wait and see if we right. get any London athletes that have, that have met the, the qualification standards and yep. endorsement process. Right. And, uh, 
we certainly will also support them in every way we can. Yeah. And when, Absolutely. when will we kind of know? Should be, should be soon. soon. Should be soon. Right. Um, probably within the next couple of weeks, I would hope. Oh yeah. Wow, I would think so. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. Not, and then to be the, that'll be all blasted everywhere. I'm sure. Oh yeah. 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 If we get anyway. Yeah. And I, say we, I would count one, two, I think we've only had say nine athletes in total over the years that have gone to world. World game, maybe 10. Right. You know, that uh, we'll have a send off party for whoever. Mm -hmm. And we always invite all those athletes who have been and and their teammates to to come. Um, say it's it's great when it happens. Yeah. Uh, but it's not our main focus. It's not our main focus. Uh, Canada's focus is the team that gets selected, mm -hmm. they will be in the best shape possible. Yeah. Not, not, to win, but the best shape possible. Yep. So if you're in a 100-meter dash or 400, whatever it is, you're going to go over there and you're going to be in very, very good shape. Mm -hmm. So they do the testing before. They do it midterm. They do it after. And you really have to keep up with the standards because you want your Canadian athletes, doesn't matter what skill level, yep. to be the, to be the yep. best they can be when they get there. Right. Which makes sense. If you're, yeah. if you're at that level, you might mm -hmm. as well be. Yeah. But we don't. We know of other countries that just pick the names out of a hat or you wonder how did they get selected and yeah. we, we that's just our policy towards sports yeah. is to do that yeah and the, and the more emphasis we put on developing athletes and getting them skilled yeah the better it pays off that's why we we pay for your coaches first aid training we yeah. pay for their their um uh, pretty well anything their national coaching certification yep. programs and specific sports yeah that the better you are trained as a coach the better job for the athletes right the better their coach is prepared the better the, yep. the athlete is yep. i mean it goes for any kind of sport yeah we but we budget for it we spend we spend it we have no problem in doing that yeah no that's good so so with without being a provincial qualifier and national games what how do you feel about how Special Olympics Canada is, is doing this election this time around? It's tough to say because it's it's a tough job to do. It's easy. It's easy if you go, okay, uh, you qualify through your regionals. On, you know, Ontario figures that out. Here's your Ontario team. And then to say, okay, this is this is how many world games, especially international, tells you how many athletes you can have mm -hmm. in those sports. And it was usually based on how many team sports that you you have at your national level mm -hmm. gets you your quota? Well, now there are more t more countries and more athletes involved. It's growing from you know one million to two million to three million to five million, and is it two hundred eighteen countries, something like that. Wow. So so wow. you've got that's crazy. All those people, you know, and five thousand athletes. And then it goes to six now. Now it's like seven thousand athletes going to be at a World Games level. So if you're in track and field, you're not going to be in five events. You'll be in two. Yeah. And you're going to be in one sport. Uh, so it's very finite. You know, so they may say, um, Canada, you get 10 athletes. And if it's five girls and five boys, you say, how are we going to split that how up? How is that? That's... Yeah. So it becomes a very difficult job mm -hmm. to figure out. It's easier if everybody's just going this way. You set the plan and you follow the plan. Now it's. What do we do now? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, because most countries aren't like the States or, or Canada, right? Like, we're such a broad, huge country that we have to split it up. And it's just, yeah. it, 
and yet we st- we still can host national games. Yeah. The states didn't start national games until like 12 years ago. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like they, there was, because the states joined, like Canada joined Special Olympics International as Canada. Michigan, New York, mm, Texas. They did a separate. They're all considered a country basically. All right. So there's Texas Special Olympics is yeah. the same as, as Canada Special Olympics. You know, so you've got 50, 50 different states oh, plus the, their territories. Yeah. So that's how they're they're looked at in the internet. So, so to get those all those people to finally say, you know, we need a national games. Mm-hmm. And they had Ames, Iowa. And then it was New Jersey and Seattle mm-hmm. and then Orlando. And the next one's in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's only a 16-hour drive. So yeah, there's something to plan for yep. to go. Yeah. So it's just as big as the world games. It's just the United States. Right. And the for their last one in Orlando, they invited the Caribbean. So there was athletes from the Caribbean went there. Oh, that's cool. And some of those countries were using that as a qualifier to go to Berlin. You know, so, so people from Jamaica and yeah. Trinidad were going over to Orlando into mm-hmm. that big competition to see if they could go over to get to the qualify. Wow. Just the experience alone. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. all they can do. That's yeah. a great opportunity to no, do it's, that. It's a huge worldwide organization. I'm going to say it's, it's, it's never easy to be the planner and it's continued to grow. Mm-hmm. You know, lost a country now. Russia's, Russia won't be part of, part of Special Olympics as far as I know. Right. Um, and whoever, North Korea has never been. <laughs> so, <laughs> Have they say. been part of anything? <laughs> no. Exactly. Not, not since 50. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's a big, big job. And we'll, we'll figure out whatever we'll, whoever goes, they will be, we'll cheer for Canada's. We'll cheer for Canada athletes for 100%. sure. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be back to, we'll be back to normal. Yeah. You know, with oh. all the precautions and everything else, sure. we'll, we'll get back on rhythm with, with, you know, we've only missed two, two and a half, three years yeah. of formality. So now we'll just get back and yeah. overcoming. Modify and adapt. Yep. It's about freaking time. That's all I have to mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I yeah. can't wait to actually have some like games against um, other, teams. other teams. And yeah. Stratford, come on down. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Go and play Branford. St. Thomas, Branford. Yeah. Like, it's, and those guys are itching to do it too. Yeah. Itching to it. go yeah. off. Like, it's been part of your life for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, how long you've been involved, Chris? It's well, like 20 years now. Yeah. Mm hmm. So, you know, it's... Yeah, and having that two yeah, years off, just, like, <laughs> I, I can only imagine, like, I play a lot of sports, too, and, and being off, like, having to stop playing hockey, you know, was brutal. Mm-hmm. And then, so I can only imagine what it is for, you know, Chris and other athletes that, that have yeah. been doing it for so long. And even the ones that have just started, right? Like, they just, their first year was right before the, the pandemic hit, and then all of a sudden, you know, they made all these friends, and now they can't see them anymore. Thanks for coming out. Yep. Yeah. So, now, but we made some good strides with the with Zoom. Yep. And doing online and people that would actually exercise programs and yeah. the the parties and just just the communication. Yeah. They can see their friends. Yep. You know, and uh, Hutton House did a great job with their education program and doing those kinds of right. things too. It's just keeping people in touch. So mm-hmm. You're not forgotten. Yep. I mean, that'd be the worst thing is if you never heard from your coach for three yeah. years or anything. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how I started the powerlifting. It was it was on the Zoom. I was like, okay, well, mm-hmm. welcome to the powerlifting yeah. team. You're on Zoom from now. 
Yep. <laughs> so, but it was neat because you know it wasn't just London. It was we had athletes from St. Thomas yep. and some Sarnia, and then there was some from the Niagara area. And when we had a little friendly with a friendly workout with the St. Thomas group, mm-hmm. I knew some of the athletes there. Yes, and they were like, "Hey, Coach Todd." I'm like, "Wow, it's so cool." <laughs> no, it's it's very good. It's it's really a worldwide community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep in touch on Facebook with a number of of Facebook posts like Isle of Man because I know folks been playing floor hockey seen their guys for years. Yep. Uh, Germany, keep in touch with them and their games. Austria, um, Japan, Singapore, yeah. Hong Kong. So I see what's going on and yeah. I'll get all their their ideas and mm-hmm. see what they're doing and how they're doing it. Yeah. How they got through two years, three right. years. You know, you just... You felt you're still, you know, we're all here. Yeah. We're just in the, we're in the waiting gate. We're just waiting for the gun to go. Yeah. Yeah. And game Wait, on. Waiting for that horn to go, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was in, uh, it was August 1st, August 1st, um, down in Detroit. They were holding the uh, Unified Soccer, International yeah. Unified Soccer. Mm-hmm. And I, I started playing like six months before. I said, I got to go. Mm-hmm. I got to go there because, Twenty some countries were coming. And I thought, it's only two hours drive, you know. And why not? So it went through, and of course I had to go through the get that damn oh the stupid app thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. the welcome can. Even yeah. I left in the morning at five o'clock yeah. in the morning. You know how many people are on the four o two? None. <laughs> Just me and the me and the uh, and the guy at the customs. Mm. You know where are you going? Detroit? What for? Da-da-da. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I got there and hung around for a couple hours until they opened the registration for the media, got credentials, mm-hmm. and watched some games there. And then I went over to the other facility and watched some games there. And the skill level was phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. It was all unified, but really high level soccer. <laughs> Holy bet. moly. Yep. But it was the atmosphere. You go into the, it was the old, old Tiger Stadium, the mm-hmm. original one. And to see the, uh, the number of volunteers. It was funny. I, I, I walk up. The one lady says, "Well, lady's not here to do the registration." Okay, so I went to the front and I hung out there. And there's a table, and this lady was doing. She was handing out volunteer name tags yep. and hats and things. And she says, "Oh, she says I got I've got to go over for this meeting. Could you watch my table for me?" <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so I go behind the table and people start coming up. My name is Edge. I'm trying to find these name tags, and there's a bag full over here and another bag oh, full over no. here. Oh, all right, you'd find one here. Here's your oh, hat, no. uh, and you know what you're doing. Yeah, okay. Well, this lady, we come. Okay, but to see that it's happening again. Yeah, here's all these volunteers coming in. Yeah, and the field is perfect, and the signage is up, and the souvenirs are being sold, and it's, amazing. it's, it's like. Yeah. You're right back in. This is yeah. it's, it's world games level again. Yeah. It's really really cool. Just that really feeling. cool. That's yeah, cool. It was, a, it was a long drive there and back, but who cares? It's it for just, that. I got it's like an injection. Yeah, like an injection. Hundred percent. You get stuck volunteering when you yeah. sign up for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the way I've always yeah. said that about volunteering is. If it, there's something to do, do it, yeah. and then find out later who's supposed to do it. Yeah. You know, get it done. Yeah. You know, fine. That's what happens when you go there with the shirt on, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, hey, you, you got a special yeah. Olympic shirt yeah. on. Get over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take my picture. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, that was the other thing that we were talking about, too, is um, more unified sports for London. Yeah. 
Yep, We'd it'll love come. to see that. It'll come um, for sure. Mostly because uh, I've been having a blast playing golf with him. Mm-hmm, I've mm-hmm. done two unified golf things, and uh, it was awesome. It was so yeah. much fun. It's something Canada hasn't got into in a big way. Yes. One of the main reasons is we've got some athletes doing six sports as it is yes. each. Yes. And we haven't got into all sports yes. yet. Yep. And... I don't know how much pressure comes from the top down to you guys should be doing it. You guys should be doing it. You guys should be doing it. Yeah. There's only so yeah. many people and so much time to do all these things. Yeah. And I imagine all of that has to start from the local level too, right? Yeah. Like the yeah. local level has to show interest in it. And, and, and yeah. I did notice that when, when I was looking at all the different special Olympic pages, like there's not a lot on the Canadian sites um with regards to unified sports no nope. um it was on the american i think yeah. american or international one yeah um that had the most verbiage on uh unified yeah. sports but... there well you get places like chicago got thousands of athletes yeah and and some athletes i don't know if they restrict okay you can be in two sports per year or three sports or whatever it amounts right. to um but they can they can do these they can offer up these things but yeah. we've watched unified at world games level and you know volleyball especially you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, really you know who's playing the ball all the time or most of the time uh, we've seen it in unified floor hockey yeah unified floor hockey works um we weren't sure when it first came in how to do that because the yeah. rules are exactly the same it's just the rotation that you have to have three partners and three athletes on the floor at any one time mm-hmm. so as a coach yeah is your goaltender an athlete or a partner? Mm. Well, that effect, and now we got two and a three and a three and a two. They've got to juggle your line and yeah. it, it has to be, an, oh, Johnny got injured. Yeah. <laughs> Stop the game. Yeah. Readjust this. See if it all works to make it sure. Yeah. But it was interesting. We were in, um, in Japan. Uh, we're standing sidelines watching this unified game play. And I think it was Lebanon and, or no, Egypt and somebody else. Mm-hmm. And they're playing. And the one, uh, we're just standing there, ah, shoot, he should have shot, he should have shot, you know, just kibitzing. Yeah. And the one athlete turns around and he says, no, no, he's a partner, he's not allowed to score. Yeah. And I said, yes, he is. You know, we're wearing the referee shirts. And yeah. like, oh, so he jumps up and starts telling the coach, whatever. Yeah. They had it totally wrong. Like, oh, you're not supposed to score. Well, yeah. yes, everybody can score. But we didn't have a problem with it because if if Chris has been playing for 20 years, yeah. high-level floor hockey, yeah. and I come on his team, am I going to really help him? No. <laughs> you know, if I, if I went on the D team as a, as a, as a, a partner, yeah. yeah, you're going to control the game. So there's some games that doesn't, doesn't really make, yeah. make much of a difference. Yeah. But we have to balance those things out, yeah. and and it's they look at that in all of the unified sports. Yeah, uh, but they've been doing it for a lot longer. They've got it figured out. Yeah, sure, there's some inequalities with it. But yeah, you work through it. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll figure it out. Because I know when when at the end of last season there, when we were able to kind of do um, active practices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know the coaches would would be on one side versus. Uh, mm-hmm. passing with the mm-hmm. uh, the athletes there. Um, yeah, some of them are really, like, they know what they're doing. Like, yeah. Richard would always do his, like, behind-the-back pass, blind, no look, and he mm-hmm. would get me with it, ev- like, I think three, 
four times in a row yeah. before, before I eventually <laughs> yeah. caught on to it. Because we even talked about, like, yeah, unified, like, ice hockey and, you know, how, how that would be all set up. And, you know, it's, it's tough. Like, yeah. who does who? Like, like you said, you know, mm-hmm. is the goalie an athlete or is it a non-athlete? Like we said, goalies should be athletes. And then it would be, like, non-athlete, athlete defense. And then it would have to be one but like the athlete would have to cover, or sorry, the non-athlete would have to cover a non-athlete. Yeah. I guess it would really depend on on the skill level, right? See like how, that's see how complicated it could be. A hundred percent, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they did good with the basketball, though. Mm-hmm. Unified basketball. Yeah. Here. Yep. Yeah, and you 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 find one person could dominate a game of basketball, mm-hmm. whereas one person really can't dominate a baseball. Maybe if you're the pitcher. Uh, you you only get up there once every nine bats, so mm-hmm. if you time to hit a home run, big deal. Different if it's a sport where you can dominate. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's golf and you're a scratch golfer and your partner's not so bad, that's fine. Yeah. But you know, it's 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 an evening out thing. This is where you yeah you you get systems in place to to try to even it out, and yeah. it's always been it's always been uh, you know Special Olympics aim to. Give everyone a fair chance of, of winning. That track the same way individual sports that everybody competes in ability levels. Yep. That you guys don't play our team. What fairness is that? That's why yeah. we do the seating to get those skill levels correct. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. those seatings are not correct. <laughs> Sometimes. 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 You know, but it's you do what you can yeah. and hope for the best. Yeah. You hope uh, that some teams are honest about it. That's right. That's why the honest effort rule yeah. is there. That it's it's been employed. We we did it in it was in Japan as well. It was a team from Belarus mm-hmm. in the seeding round. They did like three mini games or whatever, and they got seated down like level seven or whatever. And it was Haycock was doing those those games. And all of a sudden here's Belarus. You know, they're smoking a team twelve one. And the next game is like thirteen two or something like this. Or in Special Olympics, it's just a fucking minute. Right? <laughs> and, and they decided that they had been sandbagging and no, you were not in that level. And they were yeah. disqualified. So yeah. now that team doesn't play. So yeah. what do you, you know, as a coach, did the coach do that? What do you tell your team? Don't score any goals. You know, look weak, whatever. But the team loses. So now the coaches have to have to face up to the head of delegation yeah. and it doesn't look good. Yeah. So you, you, you want your athletes to do their best even in seeding so you get a fair so everybody's within 10 to 15 percent of the other person yeah and sometimes one goalie can make all the difference yeah a one nothing game is not a wipeout yeah you know you could you could lose one nothing in four different four games in a row but you haven't been smoked yeah you've lost yeah well, that's why i was so nervous with the the track and field because somebody had mentioned that if like if they're above when they go to the meet yeah. and they're above 15% of everything that we've been reporting, they get DQ'd. And I was like, oh, God, I hope I'm measuring yeah. right. Like, I don't, I, you know. Yeah, the only thing that seemed to be off was the 50 meter. Huh. It was it was strange because the results were all slower. At the meet or slower at timed? At, at the meet. They're off. I can't think of which offer. So we have to measure <laughs> measure our 50 meter were we short or were we long yeah i have to I have to check that out because they were all off hmm. they're all pretty close yeah you know but no it shouldn't be off five seconds out of 50 
That's a that's a big jump for fifty meter. Holy cow! Usually, you find at a competition that maybe like people will get motivated to run faster. They'll be running against people. Five seconds. Yeah, it was it was it was strange. It was strange, but uh, yeah, and that's the whole thing is is make it fair for everybody as fair as you can. Mm -hmm. If you didn't make it fair, it'd be too obvious. Nobody'd have fun. Yeah, this this sport would just not. The whole organization, it was all based on that equality and fairness sure yeah yeah like winning is like way down on the list like having fun well i mean it should be yeah on the list but having fun fairness you know Mm -hmm. that friendship that that i think should all be kind of like interchangeable top three type thing it it is it is yeah i had a lady i was watching a track watching a, a race once at a games and they all run run by me okay fine and this lady says, I, I said, did, did you see who won there? Oh, she said, it doesn't matter who wins or loses. They're all having fun. It doesn't matter who wins or loses. And I said, you've never been in a dressing room after a loss, have you? No. Like, it's, it's, it's not. You know, the, the worst thing is is to make a mistake as a coach and you lose the game for somebody. Yeah. Oh, and you've got to face the team. Oh, yeah. we, we did this. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's so important to try to get it as right as you can. Like when you're when you put in your your playing, here's your here's your lines. Mm-hmm. A lot of thinking goes into who's starting and who's finishing. Where's the dead wood? How oh boy? How do we get through that shift? Yep. There's a lot because you can't just change it in the middle of the stream. It just doesn't work that way. So a lot of the coaching is done beforehand, and all you can do as a coach is motivate. Yep. And hopefully everything you've taught them in practice, please do it. Comes out in the game. Yeah. Please do it because. <laughs> Once he's on the floor, he is not listening. Yep. He does. He may hear you, but he's not listening. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be doing it the way he was taught. Yep. So all you're there for is is get them ready, yep. motivate, and, and do do their best. Have them do their best. Yeah. Um, so are you allowed to talk about you getting into the Hall of Fame, or we have to keep that no, quiet? No, it's 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 public. Special Olympics Ontario hasn't put it out. I've got the letter. I've got the letter and the invitation. It's November the third. Um, Were you much, excited about well, it? Well, I was kind of dumbfounded to start with, you know. Like, okay, uh, I was Glenn on the phone, like the executive director. I had a speaker phone, and my wife keeps going, "Who is he talking about?" <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Who's he talking about? <laughs> Just being herself, you know. Like, yeah, but it's it's weird because we've. And nobody else is. I looked through the list, the long list. It's about like twenty years, and primarily there, it's an award started through the police and the torch run. Okay. Uh, Mark McGugan is in that list. Murray Faulkner's in that list, and a number of it says, you know, here's all the names mm-hmm. and the police force. All right, so maybe I'm the first program person that's that's gone that way. So, yeah, it's 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 a good honor. It's a great honor, um, you know, that your province does that. Um, when was it? it was I'm trying to think when la- it was uh, when I did the Jim Thompson Award for Special Olympics Canada. <laughs> you know, when I get that word, and you go, "Okay, holy crap!" You're like, "Oh, I got to make a speech too." <laughs> That's the toughest part. That's it's, the worst it's, part. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. Is who do you thank? How do you thank? How do you do that kind yeah. of thing? Because you. You have to do it so now i gotta work on that yeah but yeah it's 
It's, it's an honor. And as I said to the executive, when Dave, Dave brings it up, yeah, first thing and says, uh, it's, it's a team effort, you know, like London wouldn't be London without all the volunteers and all the athletes that sure. pull it together. You know, it's not one person. Yeah. You do, you do your share. And yeah. if you're recognized, you recognize. simple yeah. as that. Well, that's a very humble response, but I mean, like looking at all that you've done over yeah. the course of your special Olympics career, yeah. like, well, it, you, it, it being adds, involved with it before yeah. it was Special Olympics and your involvement with the refereeing and getting that, you know, <clears throat> worldwide. And, you know, like mm-hmm. that's that's a pre- that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, I think. Well, but, I, you know, you, you do it for the love of of. Yeah. You well, know, you're not doing it for the recognition. I, I, I get that. Right. Like, no, it's, it's something you, you you're do just it. doing it because it's do it. something that you love. It's, and yeah, we enjoy it. We enjoy it. We'll probably be doing it for years. Yeah. Now. You know, we'll get we'll get the tattoo on our forehead some year. Fifty <laughs> years. Oh no, oh no. Oh, but it's uh it's 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 you know. it's nice. It's a reward yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's a reward for sure. It it's an incredible feat to volunteer for something that quite honestly you've been doing it longer than we've both been alive. So yes. Yes. <laughs> add your ages up. Yeah. He has a book. Remember? Maybe close. <laughs> Maybe close. Yeah. It's funny we we played poker on Friday night and Dennis Bordine had run into my wife at the library and she told him. So of course he, he sits down and he says to, he said to Dennis Winkler, he says, Dennis Winkler, he says, guess who's just been inducted into the specialist hall of fame. And Winkler looks at him like, what are you talking about? Right? <laughs> you know? And he says, Bill Mills. Oh yeah. And they all go, well, congratulations. Yeah. 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 And he says, where is the hall of fame? It's probably in my basement. <laughs> it's closet. It's my basement closet. Yeah. You need a shirt. Who needs yeah. a shirt? Yeah. That's actually what I was going to ask. Where is the Hall yeah. of Fame anyways? The Museum of Special Olympics is in his yeah. closets. Yeah. I'm trying to give stuff away, man. Yeah. You got shirts from the, the 70s. What do you need? What do you need? Here's the first ever shirt we had. Yeah. I got the first ever pin I collected. Yeah, 1981 in Stowe, Vermont. Yeah. There's two little wooden squares that they'd hand-painted. Little squares that some workshop had hand-painted. You know, see, pin collecting wasn't big. We didn't know it happened until like 79. Um, but nobody made Special Olympics pins. They just right. started in 81, and now it's the thing to do. Yeah. So my, my collection is enormous. Don't donate yeah. that to the Hall of Fame wherever it is. Oh. <laughs> it took me long enough to pack it up. He's a Murphy. But, uh, well, that's great, though. Congratulations. It's been a good ride. It's been so. a good ride. Thank you. Thank you. That's really and cool. thank you guys for what you do here. This is this is great. This is great. I can't wait to get back on year number two when I get sainthood. Oh, I'm not Catholic. Oh, yeah, I can't. I can't. <laughs> when your new studio is up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll totally bring we it back, when, bring uh, it back. when that comes back. Might uh, even try to get a bigger table and be able to have more... Uh, more people. Uh, more people. I know. I like my the little IKEA table. Mm-hmm. I DIY'd the uh, the microphone holes there. Anything, else, actually... anything else you're looking for? Stuff comes through the store all the time. You know. Oh, does it? You does never it? know. <laughs> uh, never know. Well, we're we're pretty good right now. Yeah. Like this was this was the biggest thing getting a good uh, sound recorder because I was just using my computer before. But mm-hmm. um, have you ever seen some nice uh, camcorders? Stands. I don't know if those ever oh, come in. You mean the stands? Or no. Tripod? Like, you know, like camcorders. Oh, God. 
the old ones say Sony no. and they got a little thing. No, oh, not that, not the high eight ones. <laughs> no, 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 no. Those go right into the Zubix. Yeah. <laughs> no, a, no, they no. don't work, and B, you can't yeah. charge them. If they don't work. Yeah. Something, something to plug in. But. Yeah. No, I think overall, like for the most part, electronic wise, I think we're pretty good. I've, I've gotten, you know, enough, at least enough microphones to do, you mm-hmm. know, our two guests and and me and him. So yeah. Yeah. I think as far as uh yeah, all that kind of stuff goes, we're we're pretty well, good. if you need more, we do have a healthy financial fundraising not fundraising but public relations budget. Because we haven't spent any. <laughs> there you go. This is this is all part of public relations and media. So yeah. Is it now? Wow. Is it yeah. now? Yeah. Not salary wise, I don't even think that. That's fine. Not yet. <laughs> uh, along with along with the induction, I get to double my salary next year. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Zero to zero. Two zeros. <laughs> Two zeros. So. Uh, this is news to us. Yeah, this is news to us. <laughs> man, Rick was right. We should have talked to you in the first place. Holy yeah. Cow, man. We can always help. That's for sure. Yeah. No, I, like, obviously the biggest thing that, that I've tried to do, all, all this is just from what I've bought and. You know, I put my my money into it, and again, it's it's all for the love of of doing it. <laughs> but uh, like as you can see, we're you know using iPhones to to film it, and you wouldn't know when you actually watch the video that it's iPhones. But no, no. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, I, the biggest thing was always just just like the audio recording stuff. Um, like I, I would have liked a. I'm always eyeing a a bigger board? a bigger mixer. Like yeah. there's one. It's called the Rode Podcaster. It's just a little bit bigger. It's got a lot, lot like nicer sliders and everything, and the, mm-hmm. the recording's a little bit uh, nicer on it. So that's what I was kind of aiming to use some of our proceeds for yeah. an idea that we yeah. had, anyways. But um, yeah, yeah, that was that, and just kind of making sure all of the uh, the microphones were relatively yeah. the same. Yeah. You know, well, work work it out, like say. What do you it's need? Like a spreadsheet? The, and, it's and, all for the best. One program. day, one day, go to a vent and do. A live podcast from yeah. an event would yeah. be great too. Yeah, and just interviewing athletes, you know, yeah. before the race or after the race, yep. or you know. yeah, yeah. Because yep. we try to do that before, but it, it it's just so chaotic sometimes. Yeah. Like because you know, if I'm I'm there, I'm usually coaching, and yep. and you no, know, he's he's yeah. doing his sport, and yeah, I'm there trying to take pictures and run the thing. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, that track yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Like you were doing your pictures, <laughs> like I was, you know, coaching well, and trying to do a video and doing this and. Well, three years ago, we we got connections with the London Camera Club, and we had a swim meet, and I invited, I think we had half a dozen of the swim meet, mm-hmm. the, the camera club come down, yeah. and they just took pictures, and then they all sent them up on Flickr and, yeah. and made albums, and it was something that most of them, you know, they're into this kind of picture or that kind, they're doing uh, scenery or wildlife. Sure, yeah. Oh, do a swim meet. You know, yeah. it's a lot different it is yeah comes the track meet sports photography is it's way a different a lot different yep and they've done floor hockey they, they came to some came to rhythmic gymnastics the swimming and, yep. and the track so we have those connections and they thoroughly enjoyed it because it's, they've taken a step out of their own zone yep. and like oh yep. this is neat this is neat yep. and they get credit for it too like, yeah you know here's the thing and the, yeah. this guy took these pictures yeah well, it's, it's it's like even just the like the three or four videos that I've that I've made just based on the special like I've made two or three on the the powerlifting team, mm-hmm. 
and and the one on here like it just gives me that experience to to do that videography because yeah. you know I've I've done sports photography before like I've um I did some um professional ish freelance um for like mixed martial arts so, mm-hmm. so I'm bring mm-hmm. side photography doing that so doing the videography is more what I like doing yeah and that shows especially with the athletes there yeah. they make, they make it so easy yeah get the live mic somewhere. <laughs> that, that maybe not, that is maybe not the b team <laughs> yeah we were yeah i i think next maybe next uh golf event or something that's if if we're on the same team that it's kind of what we want to do mm-hmm. like I've, I've got the mm-hmm. equipment to do it but uh yeah no it's uh yeah that'd be fun yeah yeah, yeah. Put, it, put it on the goalie during a game or something. yes oh imagine <laughs> jesse having the the live mic on there that would be hilarious that would be so much fun <laughs> it's a truck backing up oh, man I should totally do that out of practice and see how that goes. Yeah, but, and where, where else does he say? We don't know. It's just big, big. We put a microphone on all of you. Oh. Oh. That would be so much fun, I think. You totally have to do that. Yeah. yeah right. Be good. Yeah. Well, we'll hit you up. It's always fun ideas. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, now we know there's funding. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. How yeah, much you want? How much you want? Well, transportation is, is is the biggest expense we have yeah well i mean like for for the out of town guests we always just we still do zoom well we've been trying this this different platform and i i probably would need something better than what i use (laughs) (laughs) oh for like remote stuff yeah well those ones you you would usually come here yeah and then we just have the remote guest on on Hmm. my computer and i use the the one camera and like the days we couldn't do that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah we can always get an ipad or something yeah is there any feedback i know with a website you can get web counters you know how many people have visited and facebook and is there any counting like for how many people actually click on your area your, your so we yeah our highest we do viewers, you can, eh? yeah okay yeah our higher our highest view of one of the episodes in season two is a Dreams Come True music studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have 145 viewers. Is it 145 now? Yeah, Woo. somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, so actually, since we've been posting these podcast episodes on YouTube, they usually get better views on that the versus than the Spotify. No, okay. Um, with the Spotify, it does go up as a video podcast as well. But we also do post, like when I, when I upload the podcast to the podcast network mm-hmm. it goes out to spotify it goes out to google goes out to apple i can't really get the numbers from google and apple they don't translate for some reason back to the anchor is what we okay, use yeah. um all the spotify plays come through though um so i get the plays from that um and then we also get them from spotify but yeah like youtube we get definitely way more views on yeah. on okay. that like on average we're probably hitting like 50 to 60 um like Dennis's Dennis and when Dennis and Sarah was here uh, right now it's at 90 uh with Rick Walker and Rick Buck it's over 100 uh dream comes true yeah 146 mm-hmm. yeah that one keeps going up yeah <gasps> um Mike Stubbs is at twenty five. Um, actually, the Cam Jansen one finally is getting some some pickup. It's at fifty one now. Yeah, um, which is pretty good. Yeah. So St. Louis Blue 
Right. Yeah. Right. Like we had an NHL player on I, our podcast. Yeah, I sent him a message and yeah. Yeah. And Mike Stubbs. Came on. Oh. So I mean, like we're trying to get, you know, other people outside of Special Olympics, you know, every now and then. Yeah. Like obviously we, we do want to highlight Special Olympics volunteers. I want to try to yeah, like Winkler. Like far. Dane Dennis Winkler. Yeah. A sponsor. Sponsor would be cool. Sponsor, we yeah. definitely do a sponsor. Yeah. Absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, that would be great. He's quite used to, you know. He's, I don't know if he's he's still with the Downtown Business Association. He's yeah. the chair of that, but yeah, but he's been with us. I sucked him in. Well, my wife did that. Yeah, we we held a bowling tournament, and it was way back before you were born. Okay, and he's. Uh, we had, uh, oh, maybe about 20, 20 groups, 20 teams. It was the old bowling alley that was downtown across from Child Reach. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's uh, some tech place now. But there was one, one girl, our friend Lori, brought her school kids, six school kids in, mm-hmm. little goobers. And we put, Dennis came down as a, a volunteer, and we put him with the kids and you just see it went in, and he's been with us ever since. Uh-huh. You know, you know it just that's the way it is. You, yeah. Know? Yeah. you you see, you have fun. These people are having fun. This is great. Yeah, you know. And then he was chair of the finance committee for Community Living London. He used to own all the Burger Kings in in London. They sold those out, but he would have coin boxes, and there's only Special Olympics coin boxes and Community Living. Yeah. He said, "You did me a favor." He says, "Because people would come in and." Ask if they could put a coin box. No, I I, I support these two. Yeah. So it's kind of like no, no I, yeah. I support these two. Yeah. Rather than every month having to figure out who's de- yeah. who's getting yeah. it. Yeah, but, yeah. And you know he was our first. Was he the first? Oh Murray, fan of the year. It was Murray, Murray, and then Winkler. Yeah. That uh, when we did the fan of the year, the fantastic. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That, yeah. Just, well, uh, actually, yeah, we've never actually thought about putting a, a sponsor on on the show uh, mm-hmm. definitely do that that'd be mm-hmm. yeah. that'd be a great idea but yeah. um yeah like and we got like some service clubs that have, yeah. have been with us for a while and you know representatives from them yeah um well, yeah, like, yeah like the dreams come true like they're not obviously like special olympics but you know it's it's a lot of much, athletes like but they're athletes that are involved in a, in a yeah. different program so yeah. get my my uh, executive director from hutton house we're partners with them. We use all our facility space. And mm. Rick is this close to getting their gym for the powerlifting. He's working on that. So, I mean, yeah. they've been with us. We actually donated money so they could build the gym yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, uh, we're pretty happy at West London CrossFit, but yeah, like. Yeah, if you have your own your own place, I don't yeah, know how be a little bit better. the difference in size. He said he'd tell me he got to buy some new equipment and things like that to, yeah. to manage. But um it's just another avenue to go. Yep. Like sponsors or supporters, yeah. people that people that aren't really connected, but they know all about. Yeah, yeah. And that, that that's cool because then you know it's a little bit more recognition for them as yeah. well. That's outside of you know yeah. Special Olympics. But yeah, and I gave some thought quite a while ago when we were still doing zooms to to uh, Chris Nyo that you know, I got a buddy down in Trinidad mm-hmm. and I know their floor hockey team. Uh, you know that. Just a, a social, maybe half a dozen London people with a half a dozen from Trinidad just sitting on a Zoom. Yeah, just chit-chatting. Talking. You know, who's your favorite? What's your favorite pet? Yeah. You know, do you go to school? Do you do the work? You know, <laughs> yeah. just, just to kind of, you yeah. know, 
they're 5,000 miles away, yeah. you know, and they don't get winter, but they play floor hockey. Why? Yeah, that's, Why? That's pretty neat. Yeah. yeah. You know, like just, just things like that. You yeah. Know, like they're, they're, people are just chomping at the bit to do something different yeah. and it's part of special Olympics yeah. and it's socialized. It's nice too. Cause he, he has had that, the athlete and the dad slash coach mm-hmm. from Colorado, from Colorado yeah. on season one. And then we had an athlete from was it Thunder Bay, right? Thunder Bay. Mm-hmm. And then a girl from Oregon, mm-hmm. I think. And then a coach, and she also does the torch run in the States too from Oregon as well. That yeah. Came yeah. On. yeah. You can maybe hook you up with Neil, my buddy. We've roomed together a few times at World Games. He he was the um, CEO of New York Special Olympics, which wow. is the biggest mm. Special Olympics in the world. Right on. Yeah, that's maybe five or six years ago. I think yep. he had a boat with cancer. Mm-hmm. And now he's kind of back. He's retired. Yeah. But he's the kind of guy who knows everything about Special Olympics. Everybody yeah. in Special Olympics. But he would... He would probably be somebody to connect with. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, like I said, yeah. I'm just, I, I try to email everybody, but I think it either coming from the yep. Guardians and Gladiators podcast email or, or my my own, I don't get very many responses, but. Mm. No. Yeah. Well, if you guys are looking, I can, I was I can put some feelers out there. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. Yeah. I was just going to like do a mass email to all the community. Then you have to weed people out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, even something like Jane from Stratford, yeah, would probably be a good resource. Yeah, um, that's just like yeah. any of the community. Paul, Paul Turner from yeah. Guelph, he's been in it as long as I have. Yeah, um, you know, if you want, if you want historical, there's people who can do that. You want new coaches, sponsors, yeah. supporters, kind of everything. Yeah, yeah. really, is anything and everything is kind of what we're mm-hmm. what we're aiming mm-hmm. for. So, because yeah, yeah, like I think between. I was just looking up the numbers here. The the YouTube has only been up since we've started. Yep. Um, it's over a thousand views. Um, yeah. and then the podcast network, at least on Anchor, anyways, from Spotify, it's only at like seven hundred. Yeah. Almost eight hundred. But I mean, between the two, we're we're close to two thousand views. Yeah. 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 Views and listens. Yeah. At least from what I can see, which yeah. could be more, but yeah, we want to want to make it. Oh, for sure. I made a successful thing. Yeah, there you go. There you go. For sure. And, and you could 100%. you could hook in with like on your Facebook even uh, with Flickr. We've got lots of Flickr albums, yeah. Special Olympics, mm-hmm. and and they do have counters on them too. So you could see. Uh, yeah. Here's from the track meet. Well, yeah. You know, here's all the pictures from the track meet. Yeah. You could make one very specific to here's London athletes doing a whole bunch of different sports. Yeah. And set it up as a separate album. Yeah. And then promote that and see who's interested in looking yeah. at those things. Yeah. All things yeah. are possible. Because there's that. Yeah. Like yeah. one of the, one of the things that we, we were doing was making just kind of videos of Out With Lozy and it kind of evolved to Out With Lozy and Coach. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it doesn't really fit sort of the brand of the podcast. So I'm in the process of moving those to its own separate channel just to. Yeah. Yeah. kind of get off there and it's just it's just kind of like our thing yeah it's not necessarily with the podcast but oh and that was the other thing we we did want to talk to you about uh-huh. since we're kind of on the uh topic of fundraising and stuff yeah um rick said to to talk to you about it um i was approached by a friend of mine who does um uh he's a works for owns a coffee roaster and uh they they partner with like normally like sports kids teams baseball teams yes, and stuff yes, and yes. they do they just sell coffee 
and uh, the team gets 20% of that. Mm -hmm. And he Mm -hmm. approached me to do it for the powerlifting team. And Rick said that you could do it, but it would be better if it was. Yeah, if you do it, you know, this is why we don't uh, we don't have like it's not a pot of money for each yeah. sport. It's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a global budget. Yeah. We budget and powerlifting's got this so much money. Right. So when somebody raises money, yeah, like the registration, I don't I put down athlete registration. Yeah. And it doesn't it. matter whether it comes from bowling or yeah. or soccer because <laughs> to try to figure that yeah. <laughs> it's no, nuts. No, it's close to that. But if you know if somebody's got a great idea, yeah. it's better to spread it. You know, we've got for everybody. How much? Yeah. You know, more you'll spread more. Yeah. If it's the whole organization, yeah. than just the powerlifting. For sure. And then the money comes in. So let's say through that initiative, it yeah. raises a thousand dollars. Well, that goes into the pot and yeah. it makes it easier to pay your expenses and, yeah. and all the other ones. Yeah. Same as like bowl the bowlathon. It's pretty well mostly bowling people that yeah. that'll do that. Yeah. But it doesn't go just to the bowling right. budget. So oh. it makes sense then. If we were to do that, yeah. then, you know, every, I don't know how often, like we'd have to push it basically. Like yep. we do the advertising and just point to where it's being sold. So mm-hmm. after, mm-hmm. you know, X amount of dollars, we, we give, you know, half of what we make and the other half was going to be reinvested into the, uh, the podcast, but. Yeah. Well, let's say you've got a budget. If there's things that you could really use yeah. specifically for special Olympics, yeah. because that's, that's what, what is. this is for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like all, all everything that I've everything that I've spent on this has been for this. Like, yeah. I haven't really used this for anything else other yeah. than this podcast, which has been for the Olympics. Yeah. So, no, let's say we we've got a, a budget, and that's what we put it for. You know, yeah, for for printing, for the Facebook, uh, Facebook, for uh, the web hosting. Yeah. Um, we make they got new, the new pull up signs. Yeah. We got new feather flags. Yeah. Um, when things wear out, you got to replace them oh, for sure. And, and just things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, if we get any athletes going to Berlin, well, we need, might need some pins by, you know, to, sure. to do that. Yeah. Um, anything and everything that promotes and keeps us going. Yeah. By all means, yeah. you know, if it's, if it's something, how much does a mixing board cost? Uh, the one that I was looking at, it's like $600. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Six, okay. $700. Yeah. There you go. We paid eight hundred and ninety dollars for the bus to Brantford. Wow. <laughs> we paid eighteen hundred dollars to take the baseball team to Ajax yeah. and back. <laughs> like really? So, yeah. It's really. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Transportation's gone nuts. Wow. Yeah, it's gone nuts. Yeah. They, they first quoted us half half the price. Yeah. And then you read through and it was, oh, that's for one trip. You get there, that's one trip. Come back. Oh, that's trip two. That's total. Oh, wow. So anyway, no, it's always been the biggest. But we haven't spent it because we haven't had to. Right. But now floor hockey will probably go to the Stratford tournament if they have one. Yeah. Hamilton tournament. <sighs> Maybe it's at, uh, it? Guelph might have. They might. I don't know if they get it. Who else had tournaments? Uh, New. Yeah. I think we. Durham anything right. that goes too far, you, <laughs> if you, st- you can't look at overnights because it's just nuts. Yeah. There's enough teams in the East they don't need us. Yeah. But well, we did always the, get invited to the Peterborough tournament yeah. for some reason. Yeah. But well, you see, I think he even stayed overnight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, there's exceptions like the B floor hockey team and the baseball team is their only competition because Guelph isn't. Yeah. There is no skill level that way. So yeah. Yes, we have to. 
with the B's and the C's, there's there's plenty of teams to play. Yeah, uh, it costs us less to host a tournament than it does to drive out yeah. there. Wow! Remember when Sudbury Sudbury would they would rent a big bus and they'd bring two teams down from the north, but that was their trip of the year. Right. <laughs> they yeah. would come down and stay overnight and play our because it was a great tournament. Yep. And we're probably going to do it again in April or May as a qualifier. Because we got to start that whole qualifying process to get to national again, to get to, you know, to get to Calgary. Yeah. <laughs> to get to nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Ah, London International Floor Hockey Tournament. Can yep. be done. Let's Just do it. For, yep. I will set up Fanshawe. the meetings. Let's Fanshawe do it. Fanshawe College. Yeah. Because we want, we want the Blazers to go to Calgary. We want to try to get there. The last hurrah. <laughs> that's, that's our goal, right? Did 2024. You get to the, did you go... San Diego that time? No, I. That was before. I started two, two or three years after that. Yeah, yeah. And we sent a baseball team to Vancouver once, and we sent one floor hockey to Montreal once. Mm. But those are exceptions because if you know in advance, um, like the team helped raise the money. Yeah. And we said, okay, we need one hundred and fifty dollars a person, and we sold raffle tickets. Sure. And you you got to kind of kick in. That's because fine. It's, yeah. You could do something uh, to, like that. Yeah. Fifteen people were you know weren't uh, ten thousand dollars when you got one hundred and fifty bowlers who have to pay eight dollars a week. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> so. Yeah. We get we balance those things out, and yeah. yes, and if it's if it's certainly worth it for sure. So. Right on. All right. Well, I'll put a wish list up for yep. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do that. Do that. Okay. Cool. Um. Last. Uh, do you have any more questions? Because I got the question. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, okay, let's do it. You, you're good? Yeah. Okay. What's your preference? Chips or sweets? Chips. Not a ah. boy. What do you mean by sweets? Like in there, candy. Like candy. Candy. Chocolate bars. Jube jubes. You know. No, you give me some Lay's Ripple. <sighs> what with, a ripple. With hell of a good dip. Onion yeah. dip. Oh, no, French onion dip. dip. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Attaboy. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Chips are winning. <laughs> Chips are winning. They are. Yes. Depend on your sweets, you know. Yeah. Chips are that crispy crunch. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. What about both? They don't mix well. Oh, mm-hmm. who says? Have you had chocolate dipped Ruffles regular chips? Not chocolate dipped. Oh, no. you gotta try that. Mm. It's it's good. <sighs> I'm not going to try it. I am. I am with you. I am a chips guy, a hundred percent. But I can only have like two or three. Because how can they put on weight? They weigh so little. I know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. One family size bag later. Yeah. We overindulge on poker nights. <laughs> yeah, I can. Uh, I can go through a, a family size bag, Costco bag myself. I don't feel good about it after, but. He loves it. No. Oh, right, right, right. Another dad joke, but after you finish. Ah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. We, we've had a, a few of those. Yes. All right. Well, I'm done. Bill, thank you so You're much for welcome. coming out. You're quite uh, welcome. Thank yes. You. Thank Again. you. Congratulations on making the Hall of Fame. And thank you for being on our one year anniversary. Yes. Okay. You may kiss my ring. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said, shut her down, buddy. Folks, thank you again for listening to the podcast for a year and hope there's more to come there will for be. another year. Folks, be safe, be kind. Till next week, 
Have a great week. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.